yourself. Too sexy for your girl. Too sexy for this world. Too sexy for this ice. I guess I'm this side, by the way, the writer director of Bound. And uh, yeah, we're in uh, campaign mode. We figure we got another 20 days or so, 20 days and plus change, to uh, give this all we got. So we're kind of locked in with our outreach and everything. We set everything up the last two months for, for success. Mm -hmm. And uh, now we're just doing, doing the. Doing the dirty work, you know, making all the phone calls, making all the texts, making, you know, reaching out to as many people as we can. Because mm -hmm. um, uh, everything's set up, so all we need to do is get people to go to the campaign page and see what we have. Right. And that sells itself. So I'm not, when we reach out to people, we're not even like, hey, can you do this? Can you contribute? We're just like, hey, if you could just check out this page, we'd appreciate it. Because we know if we can get our eyes on, uh, on the material and the marketing that we've done so far. Um, that'll, that'll, that'll do all the selling for us. That's, that's kind of how we believe it goes. Okay, okay. What's good, y'all? Sweet Lugs Bar Fight. Talking about no holes bars, we go in. We get drunk, drink vodka, talk shit. We do everything. Everything. Fuck around, make it bang. You know what I'm talking about? Sweet Lugs Bar Talk, no longer. Sweet Lugs Bar Fight. St. Oz, vodka, whiskey, wine, kush, explicit, very explicit everything, we gonna go hard this year, you heard, Sweet Love's Ball fight, Sweet Love's Ball fights, you heard. By the way, the writer director of Bound, and uh, yeah, we're in uh, campaign mode. We figure we got another 20 days or so, 20 days and plus change to uh, give this all we got. So we're kind of locked in with our outreach and everything. We set everything up the last two months for for success, mm -hmm. and uh, now we're just doing doing the doing the dirty work, you know, making all the phone calls, making all the texts, making you know, reaching out to as many people as we can. Mm -hmm. um, because uh, everything's set up, so all we need to do is get people to go to the campaign page and see what we have. Right. And if that sells itself, so I'm not, when we reach out to people, we're not even like, hey, can you do this? Can you contribute? We're just like, hey, if you could just check out this page, we'd appreciate it. Because we know if we can get our eyes on, uh, on the material and the marketing that we've done so far, um, that'll, that'll, that'll do all the selling for us. That's, how, that's kind of how we believe it goes. Okay, okay. Science was everything. So can you tell me details about about what you um what you're doing? More details? Uh, more details about the project itself, or more details about the campaigning that we're doing? All of like it. That. All of it. All of it. Well, let's talk about the project first, I guess. Um, you know, I met Alexandra a couple of years ago, and we got to know each other, and I would I heard a little bit about it, some things that happened in her life, and I was like, whoa. And I was really surprised because I was like, man, most people that I've had 
these types of things that I've met, other people that I know, um, they were so well put together. They're, they're a little bit falling apart. And I'm like, you're, you're being like a pretty strong, confident individual. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I said, you should, you should tell your story. And, and she said, no, I want to, I want to act and I want to do a fantasy project. And I said, no, you should tell your story. She said, why? Why? Nobody wants to hear my story. And I said, because your story is particular to you that other people resonate with because they may not have gone through the exact same things that you have, but they've felt hardship and they've needed to uh, figure out ways to get past certain, certain things that have caused uh, sadness or trauma in their life. And, um, and, and this can be uplifting to them or inspiring to them at the very least. So um, I told her she should write it. And then she said, I you're the writer. <laughs> and I said, okay. Uh, so when we were things, I was working on some projects and I said, you know, and uh, I had another, another project that's a little more expensive, like a $3 million movie that was getting a lot of buzz about it. Um, but we're, you know, we're a young company and even though the staff project itself won some awards and this and that, and it's been half for a really big company, um, we decided the best thing we should do is to write a new story, a new, new project that is under a half a million dollars or half a million max. And uh, so I said, you know what, I'm going I'm to lock down, I'm going to focus on this. I, after about six months, I finished writing it, and I spent about three or four or five months um, passing it around, getting some notes and feedback, and then rewriting, rewriting, and rewriting, and now we finally got a good place. It was uh, producer ready. And um, and we said this is the one we're gonna do because it's gonna be a lot easier to raise uh, half a million dollars than you know than three million dollars. So that's why we walked into this one. Mm. So that was the first. That's why we chose this project. Uh, it's a super relatable story, a bit of an underdog story, a bit of a coming of age story with some very relevant social themes um, and um, inclusion and. And, uh, yeah, so we chose to do this one and, and we said, let's do it. And the first thing is, as we all know, we need to make some money. We need to have the money in the bank to do it. So that's why we're here with the campaigning yeah. as the first step. Yeah. And the first step is that, so I've, I've done some campaigns before for a project for my, myself um, that friends and family donated to. And I said, look, this is, you know, we're not going to raise a half million dollars on it. Kickstarter, Indiegogo, you know, from Stephen Spark, whatever you use, we're not going to do that. I was like, this is the vehicle for the people that are your friends, my friends, our family, uh, fans of yours or ours that they want to support, they can't give $10,000, $20,000, $50,000 chunks. I was like, there's no reason why we, and, you know, it's also an opportunity for us to spread the word about this project and, and to start creating some fans and some buzz about this project. So... I guess our game plan to strategize is we'll do this first, raise a bunch of money, and now we can approach the people that have the bigger money. Um, and because- and some buzz about this project. So I guess our game plan to strategize is we'll do this first, raise a bunch of money, and now we can approach the people that have the bigger money. Um, and because it's a lot easier to talk to them. When you have twenty, thirty, forty, sixty, a hundred thousand dollars in the bank, 
to be able to be like, hey, we still need a hundred more or whatever it is. You're not just amazing. And, um, you know, and, and we got skin in the game because it's money that we, we raised for ourselves. So that's where we're at with it. Oh, that sound that sound good. I I, I wouldn't mind doing business with y'all. You know, sound very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, so tell me about yourself. Like um, what y'all do for leisure? What do we do for leisure? Mm, yeah. Um. Well, I guess that is DC. DC, before COVID, um, for myself, uh, I uh, I played a lot of soccer. I have a lot of soccer teams and a lot of softball teams, um, and I bartend. Um, that's that's the kind of stuff that, that were my other outlet, okay. other than um, just writing and acting and directing and producing and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I was I grew up I grew up in, in sports, so I played all the major sports in um, in high school. And, I'm in college as well, so, yeah. um, Alexandra? Yeah, I, I, I kind of just, like, like working in film, so I do that mostly, and then, um, I guess for fun, I like to cook, I like to hike, uh, I like nature a lot, um, I like hanging out with, uh, I think our jogs, <laughs> um, yeah, like, I like outdoorsy stuff, I like to travel, um, okay. more and stuff like that, but it's, kind of just like I feel like I, I spend most of my time just trying to make films and, and work on films and stuff like that you know yeah. Yeah, so Alexandra doesn't just uh, you know when she doesn't just uh, act she actually is on all you know works on both sides of the camera a lot of the directing assistant directing all different all different sides she just likes to be in the room with all the Whoever it is making stuff, but um, but she does love her outdoors, which which you'll find you know bits and pieces of things like that that's infused in this uh, this movie found that we wrote. Okay, um, little bits of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's cool. Everything. Well, um, my podcast is, is about is about um, our lifestyle. You know, like we drink vodka, drink wine, everything, and also we put up um, cocktails, recipes, so you can listen to it while you make a drink. You know, so yeah. yeah, so you know we have music in the background. You know, it just it just realistic. You know, it just you know like we we talk about our experiences and stuff like that. It's like a it's like an audio movie. You know, audio biography. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I def- I definitely send you the link if you can check it out. It's it's a, it's a bit vulgar, but you know it's real. You know. It's like no. I, I've worked in bar, New York City bars for yeah. fifteen years or something like that, so I get it. I just literally got off three back-to-back Zoom bartending sessions, uh, um, teaching cocktails to people. So I'm all about we you know, we know all about that. Most yeah. of us have worked in the bar industry for a long time. Mm, mm, mm. So um, so so um, do do y'all visit New York a lot? Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, Uh yeah, we're in the East Village. We live in the Alphabet City, like across the street from probably one of the biggest projects uh, in in all of New York. So we live on Avenue D, and Avenue D is like as far over as you can before you get into, you know, you go into the water and the East River, and then, you know, then it's Brooklyn. Oh, like. Tip in the area where 30 or 40 years ago, the cabs won't drop you off. They're like, we're not going there. 
They don't go down B. They don't go to Avenue A, B, C, and definitely not D. Yeah. In fact, they 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 used to call A like alcohol, B was was something, C was crack, and D was death. Wow. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) It's not like that now. And now it's like Sleepy Brunch Central. (laughs) So it's, I mean, because I heard heard the city, you know, like since this COVID situation, it's been like, I am legend, like you barely see nobody. Is that true? Um, when we, yeah. when it was the first month, it was in the first couple months, we would, we could ride our bike down Avenue, Fifth Avenue, or, or Broadway, or. Month, we would, we could ride our bike down Avenue, Fifth Avenue, or, or Broadway, or. Uh, we in Times Square, and there's just a couple of people walking around taking pictures. And they're taking pictures literally to post on the social say, oh my God, look at this. I mean, if there was ever a time to film a scene in Times Square, that would have been it a was that time. Now, like, now, now it's people are walking around again, you know, now that we got the vaccine up and going, and, and all that, things are slowly moving back. Not all the restaurants are open yet. Uh, we lost a lot of restaurants. I would yeah. say twenty or thirty percent of bars and restaurants will never so open again. Uh, no, never open back up again. Maybe, maybe even more. And uh, you know, and, and the, those that are open are at like a very small capacity, so they're only it's so sad. I don't know, they're like a third staff. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's so, hard to open a restaurant in New York City, and they say, "Hey, just like close for like a while." <laughs> I know. It's like it's been. It's and, like, it's like it's like a hard pill to swallow, you know what I mean? Because um, you know, after work you you gotta go to after hours and have a few drinks and, and socialize, you know, it's like you can't do that no more, you know. It's been boring, you know. Well if you're if you're at after hours now It's like midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after hours because there is I know there is an underground there is. There's like a poker uh, in New York. Kind of, it's kinda of crazy and then you hear about them getting busted. They'll be like, Yeah, there's you know, people are paying covers and people without alcohol licenses. It's yep. just a bunch of bottles there. Yeah. And they get busted and those people get go to jail, they get huge fines. Mm-hmm. they rent out an empty warehouse or yeah. something and then it's they, you know, get a DJ and then they yeah. cost them. There is that scene. I've, I've stayed clear of that. We're not really in that scene. Yeah, um, yeah. But it is, there is like a, like a new, new age prohibition almost. It is, because it is everything. But the thing is this, you know, um, the reason why I think a lot of underground, um, social places get busted because they post on social media, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they see the dollar signs, and they don't, and they don't think about that. You know, it's going to leak out. And I'm yeah. like, no, if you're going to do something like this, you better know the people that are coming in. And yeah. you know what? If you think you know everything about all three, because everybody wants to be the one that has the cool thing, the one yeah. that's going to know. Oh no, hey, I got a secret thing. You know, come in, come with me. You can get in with me and make them feel special. But come on. 300 people that are willing to do that there's yeah. a lot of people that are leaking a lot of stuff exactly yeah so. exactly so uh, so what's your favorite um, um, go to drink you know uh, well it depends on what time of the night it is for me I like to start off with a, 
this mezcal cocktail, what a mezcal margarita, something mm-hmm. like that, or some variation off that. Right. By the end of the night, I'm drinking uh, whiskey, I'm drinking rye, meat, no ice, no nothing, just in a rock glass by itself, some type of spicy rye with uh, soda water back on the side. Wow. Soda water on that's me. Yeah? Yeah. All right, then. So how many drinks it takes for y'all to get really messed up? You know, like how many How many cups? For me, I'm blacked out at five drinks. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm blacked out, like hardcore blacked at five drinks. Five, okay. Blacked out. Yeah. For me, it depends. If Alexander's making them, still be sneaking in. Uh, tri- doubles and triples without me knowing. I think doesn't. I think doesn't take a two ounce drink as a normal drink. So, <laughs> so I just I just gauge I gauge them and I I put in like six ounces. You know, and then you think it tastes good. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so back in the day, I would do double digits all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, now it all depends on if I've you know worked out before, how much I've eaten. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, I I'll do double digits and I'll be fine. Mm, yeah, I'll still do double digits, and I'll be. You can't. Yeah, you can. I'll yeah. be okay. Okay, okay. I have another thing too. Let's go to the, the wine category. So, what's your favorite wine? So I like red Zinfandel. Mm, okay. Okay. You? For me, I like. I don't like uh, canyony tart wines. I don't like super fruity wines. I like really dry, earthy wines. The mm. old, old wines. Uh, old, uh, old world wine, right. um, French French Bordeaux and, and, and stuff like that. Okay, um, okay. That, that's kind of my style. Okay, okay. Well, um, I drink I drink um Cabernet Sauvignon. You know, it's very relaxing. You know, Cabernet it helps. So, um. I was thinking about dipping and dabbing and in, in, in side film, like really writing a short script because I've been on Netflix. It's like, what the hell was going on? You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not really that like good movies. It's like the the like the, the, the how can I say it? Like the plot is off. Like I watched recently yesterday, I watched Amityville, you know, like how to uh-huh. how the sister just take her clothes off, put a nightgown down. I, I mean, put her nightgown on and lay down and just get killed. You know what I'm saying? Like. That was, that was, yeah, that was like kind of off, you know? Yeah, you know, um, cause like I want to write something, right? Like you know, like how the George Jetson, you know, like how they just fly in the air and go to different, different, different planets and stuff like that. You know, like supposed to be like that now. Yeah, like you know, like I, was, I like I always follow follow um Elon Musk. You know, like he's showing pictures of Mars. Like it's a beautiful thing. You know, like it's yeah. like. 
I want to do something realistic uh, like that. You like, like the sci-fi? Huh? You want to write a sci-fi? Yeah, a sci-fi movie. Yeah. What do you think about writing sci-fi? Yes. You're writing sci-fi. You're, you just you just uh, you know times your budget by ten. Yeah. You know, and so that's the, that's the only thing about writing sci-fi. They are expensive. Mm. Yep, I, so, I wrote one and it never got, hadn't gotten produced yet. No, it was in 2013 I wrote, wrote a sci-fi. Yeah. Hopefully it gets yeah. produced one day, but it was like probably millions of dollars to produce. Wow. Yeah, and like I wrote, wrote one for myself, like the second project I ever really finished um, was the sci-fi. And in that, after I wrote that, I was like, what am I doing? I should have, I just spent, you know, six months writing this feature. I was like, I need to have a name for for any even get a look at my script. Because when you're writing a sci-fi, you're talking a million dollars paid, roughly. Yeah. You know? To do it right. To do it right. 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 If the sci-fi channel, then that might be different. That's different, yeah. But now, that's some cheesy stuff, you know? Mm. If you want, like, a real sci-fi, you want your Star Trek, you want your Star Wars, you want your things like that. Uh, um, you know, if you want oh, to call, talking dollars a page. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so another thing, right? So I was thinking, right? We all should link up because I know a spot on Smith. I live downtown Brooklyn, you know, Wing Ball, you know, and we could just, you know, brainstorm or something. We could come up, come up, come up with something together, you know. Yeah, I mean, as soon as this campaign's done, I'm going to take three days to stare at a wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in 16 hours right now, sometimes 18 hours of outreach and stare, you know. And, and We don't uh, feel like real people right now. Yeah, uh, my, my, um, I actually feel like I'm neglecting my dog, so I'm going to take three days where I don't do anything um, on the computer, Those and then... I'm going to, you know, and then, and then, yeah, then let's, uh, let's find a time where yeah. we can sit down and we can drink some Cabernet. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a friend in, in downtown Brooklyn too. He was on Holy Stormhorn. Okay. He, uh, he really is here so we can all connect. Oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's, um, he's doing a little series right now from Dirk TV, so. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I have a... All right. Okay, okay. Okay, so, um, you know, since we're on my podcast everything, like, how, like, how can we reach y'all? You know, you have an email, something like that, a website? Yeah, we'll send... Uh, uh, so, yeah, so, well, there's two, there's a few things right now. The most important thing that we're, we're spreading right now is the campaign, uh, the campaign website, which is uh, com. That's what it is, foundthemovie.com. O-U-N-D, themovie.com. From there, you can, you can connect and reach. From there, you can, you can connect and reach out to me uh, directly uh, through there. Yeah, uh, and we can all connect better. Okay. And then... Uh, and then as soon as that's done, because I'm that's where I'm living right now, so I will definitely see that message. And uh, and uh, but also we can connect through Saul as well. Yeah. Okay, definitely. Yeah, it was awesome. a, it was a pleasure, pleasure from here, y'all. You know, yeah. this sweet little ball fights. I definitely will um, text you the the link. Y'all can check it out, stuff like that. I hope y'all yeah. enjoy it. You know, Saul, thank you. You know, um, Saul, you want to give a little well. shout out? Anything? Anybody want to give give a shout out? Yeah, I'm giving a lot. 
All right, this is Saul Plot, screenwriter, director, producer, and I'm starting a campaign myself. I've been up the last three nights. Um, I'm about to drop it, and you can reach me on my Facebook, you know, at Saul Plot, screenwriter, director, producer. I'm at Saul Plot Casting as well, and PlotSaul at gmail.com. And you can also reach me at melvinkremsky at gmail.com. Okay, okay. So uh, I definitely send y'all a link, and I appreciate y'all supporting this Sweet Loves Ball fights. You know, it's, it's it's like it's I feel I feel loved. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so um, you know, I hope to see y'all soon. You know, uh, all of us connect. You know, we could we could um yes. do something together. You know, you know. Yeah, let's definitely act when this what maybe early April. Okay, okay, definitely, definitely. Okay. Yeah, and I might be exactly. coming to New York in May as well. So. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, that, just let us know. Yes, definitely. So y'all have a wonderful evening, a good night, you know, and um, thank y'all again, you know. Thanks so much. All right. All right. Bye, guys. All right. And it was nice, nice talking to both of you on here. Everybody have a great night. Yep. You too, bye. Yep. So.